What up, what up, what up? It's your girl Leah M. Forney. We are back with another episode of Hey Queen Thrive. Listen, I don't know how everybody else is doing, but life for me has been pretty cool. Like, I have been able to do a lot of things during this pandemic season that I don't think I would have ever accomplished. Um, I'm definitely working towards a lot of my major goals, which I'm excited about as well. Um, just you know, one of my goals in particular that I could think of is like home ownership. And so I am on the journey, y'all, to becoming a homeowner. I have been working on my credit and working with a credit repair counselor and a realtor and all that good stuff. So I set the deadline of my goal to be my 35th birthday, which is in January, to be a homeowner. Yes. Yes, I am planning on doing it. I am planning on bringing in my 35th birthday as a homeowner. And so it has just been an amazing journey so far. You know, my realtor, he's super dope. Shout out to John. Um, he just sends me all these listings and all this great stuff. So I'm truly believing in God's timing for everything. I wanted it when I wanted it. But of course, God is like, yeah, no, I want you to get it when I'm. I think you're ready for it. And so... It's been a journey, but I'll keep you guys, of course, updated once it's official that I'm a homeowner, but I'm just learning to impre- appreciate and embrace the process <laughs> and the journey. So, yeah, but other than that, I can't really complain about where I am in life, you know, booked and busy, but as always, I, I'm prepared for it. So I don't really do too much complaining. Um, besides, I feel like if I do complain, it's a slap in the face to God for him allowing me to use my gift and use my platform to do all the amazing things that I do. So that's one of the reasons why I don't complain. But enough about me. On this episode of Hey Queen Thrive, I am sitting down with Reverend Sanita Robertson. Listen, this lady just wrote an amazing book about the promises of God. And when I tell you our conversation was just life-changing for me, she ministered to me in a way that I don't even think that she understood. And so, yeah, don't take my word for it. Just tune into this episode. And of course, you know, I'll be back with Thriver Nuggets. And we are back with another episode of Hey Queen Thrive. Listen, I am sitting down with this amazing woman of God. She is a reverend and an author, author Sunita Robertson. And I'm so excited to have her because I want to hear about this new book that she has coming out or has released. So how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Like the old church mama say, blessed and highly favored. Yes, that lives. My grandma still says that to this day. <laughs> I love it. So, can you tell my audience a little bit about yourself? Yes, yes, yes. I am an ordained minister. I'm the executive pastor at the Community Bible Baptist Church in Atlanta, Maryland. Um, I am, of course, now an author. I am a um, a certified life coach. I call it peace coach because I peach. I, I coach people to peace Love to find it. ways and um, to find the ways of peace in their lives. Um, I am a retired human resources professional. I do some teaching um, for human resource federal human resource um, clientele. I am a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and I got a new puppy. 
I love it. I'm a dog lover too. Yeah. I want to give me a dog, but because of where I live, I'm just not paying pet rent. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I, got, I got a four month old Maltese somewhere around here. Uh, He's so tiny. I love so it. I love it. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for it for having me yes so i have a question i ask all of my experts when you think of the words hey queen thrive what does it mean to be a queen that is thriving to me to be a queen that is thriving i think that you have to live your best life go after your dreams but when i say go after your dreams i i want you to start with prayer asking god for yeah. those things that he has promised he said in his word that whatever whatever things you desire when you pray if you believe those things that you will have them and so i believe that to be thriving you are living for the kingdom and you're living your best life yes and i love that you said that because i i know in my experience growing up in the church it always felt like those two things were separate right like you either were all sold out for God or you couldn't be living your best life. So I love to hear you say, oh no, you could be sold out for God and living your best life. And yes, yes, yes. He said that in his word, he said he would give you the desires of your heart. He doesn't mean the desires of your heart just inside the church house. He means all of the things that your heart desires. Now, if it's some foolishness, he's not going to give you that. I love it. This is true. God don't bless no mess. But this no, is true. No <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you are a very new author and I love new authors. So I got to ask you, what was the inspiration behind this book? Well, you know, um, God is so funny. I, um, after the pandemic, I lost my aunt to COVID. She was the first mm. person to die of COVID in her nursing home. Wow. My mom was in the same nursing home. And so that sent us into panic um, regarding her well-being. Um, she passed um, in July. My aunt passed in March of last year. My mom passed in, in July. But my mom didn't have the COVID. And so probably around August, um, it was pastor was on vacation. And it was my turn to preach. And I did a message. And the message was the promise of the peace of God. And mm. so... Um, after the message and after that Sunday evening, I was at home and in prayer and the Lord says, now take this message and put it into a book. <laughs> I was like, what? What you know, my Lord? Right. Come again. What you know? um, and so I had to do that. And it was interesting because I had written 99% of the book before my family even knew it. Wow. I've taken that sermon, that um, 25, 30 minute sermon and, and turned it into the book. Wow. I love that. God, he, he's funny like that. I, you know, it'd be the littlest things that he will get you to speak to somebody else or do for some, and then he'll turn around and be like, yep, so now you do the same exact thing in your life. Yes, yes, yes. That's not what I was trying to do. I was trying yeah. to. <laughs> I was just trying to do my, do my, my assigned Sunday. <laughs> right. That was it. It wasn't on the, like, it wasn't on the list, Lord, to be an author, but okay if that's what you want to do. So tell us a little bit about the book. What are you, what are you diving into when you talk about the promise of the peace of God? Um, when I, in the book, I, I talk about the different areas of peace, mm. um, the promise of peace of God. I talk about um, 
the peace in God. Yeah. I also talk about um, the peace of God because they're different. You oh, can wow. have peace in God and peace and the peace of God. Mm-hmm. I also talk about the importance of peace. Um, and I talk about perfect peace mm-hmm. and the joy in finding peace. Mm-hmm. And so those are the, the things that I talk about. I think the, the biggest part of it is the peace of God, because people yeah. don't understand that in everything that you do and in everything that you um, accomplish and everything that you um, set out in life, even in the trials and tribulations, if you don't have the peace of God, mm-hmm. knowing that you can go to God and he will um, give you the strength that you need to make it through, then you don't have anything to, 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 to put your faith into. Yeah. And so you have to have the peace of God first. And so he promises us that. He promises us in his word that when he left, um, when Jesus Christ left this earth and went back to heaven um, after his crucifixion, he promised us that he would give us a comforter and that the comforter is the Holy Spirit. Mm. And, the, and if we, we walk around all day long not acknowledging the fact that as Christians, the Holy Spirit is within us. Yeah. And we have that peace that he promised us every day, 24 hours a day. If you let the if you just ignore the Holy Spirit, then you can walk around in pan, in a, in a pandemic or any other time in turmoil. Yeah. Because because you're not tapping into what God promised you and that was the peace uh, um, of the Holy Spirit. So it 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 is a, it, it was an awesome journey to mm-hmm. be able to put those things into li- to put those things in words and to give people the sense that um, you can find it. It doesn't, it's, yeah. it's already there. You already have it. Yeah. Also in the book, at the end of each chapter, I ask a couple of questions. I you love know, it. Think of a time when, you know, you, you, you knew that the peace that you had was from God. Mm. You know, when you, when you're in a, turmoil or in a traumatic situation like a pandemic you want to go back to find that source that you felt at one time so if you know that you can tap into it one time then you can tap into it over and over again and so it is it is amazing what god has given us to function to be able to to live in this lifetime yeah so i want everybody to have peace that's so good. That really is. Because as you were talking, I was sitting there like, wow, Lord, I could tell him, I know him a few times <laughs> that I know, that I know, that I know that it yeah. was your peace. And I love when you mentioned finding joy, because I think that's where the season and the time I am in my life, where it's like, I'm so at peace that, that I have now what the Bible calls joy unspeakable, where it's yeah. like, I can't yeah. even tell you why I'm excited or happy. I, yeah. I can't pinpoint it, <laughs> but I just wake up every day feeling this. And that's just so good because I think, especially in this 2020 and this pandemic, I coined 2020, I said it was the year or two pandemics because we had COVID and then we had being black in America. Yes. And the the injustices and how much grief and loss as black and brown people we had to face. So I love that you in a pandemic, you wrote a book about the peace of God, because yes. he's the only one that's going to keep you at perfect peace. Only person. Only way I would have made it through, you know, yeah. not being able to go to the nursing home and visit them, not being able to 
um, physically see them only on, you know, video chat or something. Yeah. You have to. And when they call you and tell you that your loved one is dying mm. and you can't be there. Yeah. yeah. All you have is God. Yeah. All you have is God. Yeah. And so you have to, I had to tap into that peace to be able to get through those hard times. And I am so thankful that I know the Lord because I don't know that I would have been able to make it through without yeah. knowing the peace of God in my life. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Can you share just a little bit? Cause I want the people to get the book, the difference between peace and God and peace of God. Cause that, I okay. think that's just so, I was like, wait, there's a difference. Yeah, there's a school me today, Lord. I hear you. There's a difference. And so in John 16:33, it says, These things I spoke to you mm -hmm. in that you may have peace. Yeah. In the world, you will have tribulation, but of good, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. And so when you recognize that. God is control of the world. He's overcoming that you can have peace in him. That mm. no matter what goes on in this world, yeah. you can have peace in him. Mm -hmm. And so when you talk about the peace of God in Philippians 4, 7, it says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, mm. will yeah. guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so when you think of surpass all your understanding, mm -hmm. if you if if you are in, like you said, if you are in a place where I can't believe mm -hmm. that all of this is going around, going on around me, mm -hmm. and it's not affecting me. Yeah. That's the yeah. peace of God. Wow. And so you have to be able to put your trust in him to have the peace in God, but to have the peace of God is the knowing and the understanding that no matter what goes around, goes on around you, mm -hmm. things can be exploding, things can be on fire, the boat could be sinking. Yeah, yeah. And it's not going to affect you. It's yeah. not going to affect you. And the pandemic was a good way to, to um, show that because um, you know, look at the people that it didn't affect. Yeah. Look yeah. at the people that it didn't touch. Yeah. You know, for the first month, I didn't believe that I need to put on a mask or whatever yeah. when we had to start. I was out, I wasn't wearing rubber gloves. I was going about, I said, this is just like the flu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm trusting God and believing that wherever I do and wherever I go, I am going not to get the get the get the virus. Yeah. And so yeah. that's the peace of God, knowing that I can still maneuver in this pandemic society, in this pandemic world, and not be affected. Yeah. I love that. Because as you were saying that, I was like, man, I think back to the start of the pandemic. And because of the peace of God, like, I didn't stress about getting it. And I thank God I've been COVID free the whole time. Right. right? I didn't, like, friends of mine were losing jobs they were getting laid off and god not only allowed me to keep my job but then he promoted me in the midst of the pandemic mm -hmm. you know increase in the midst of the pandemic that's the peace of god when you're yes. like All right, listen lord i know you got these bills covered you yes. know and i i thank god that i've grown to that place because there oh there was a time brother yeah. <laughs> 
with the littlest thing. (laughs) With all of us, with all of us, yes. The littlest thing that would just, ooh, it would, it would set me off or I would automatically just worry. And God had to really grow me in that place and say, who are you going to trust? Who do you believe? Do you yes. believe me? Yes. Or do you believe exactly. what you see? Exactly. Walking by faith and not by sight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I truly believe that's how he has developed that peace of God in me that now I have joy unspeakable. Cause I'm like, all right, Lord, if we got to go through this, then we just yeah. going to go through it. I mean, um, anything anything that surpasses your understanding how am i in the middle of this fire and it's burning all around me and ain't touching and i'm not being affected (laughs) yes that surpasses all my understanding yeah all my understanding yeah and it's such a beautiful place to be like it's really such a beautiful i never thought i'd see the day in my own life where i get to the place where i just don't worry about nothing never thought i'd see it like, I literally, I'm just like, all right, God, well, you said be anxious for nothing. So I'm just going to not be anxious. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to let it be. And I love it, that. All it takes is faith the size of a mustard seed. That's it. And you know how tiny a mustard seed mm-hmm. is. That's so, it. I love it. So I, I got to ask, what, what advice do you give? to someone who is listening to this, that's like, I am in the midst of a storm. I am in the midst of some hard times and I'm really struggling to trust God. Out of, I, I want people to understand that out of that um, storm, there is one portion that is smaller in the storm than the entire storm. Pick out the smallest piece of the storm and say, okay, God, I'm going to trust you with this little piece first. Mm, and yeah. then when that's taken care of, then the next little piece of the storm, when that when that's taken care of, and you're going to you're gonna see God work. Yeah. And when you're looking at the whole storm, mm-hmm. come on, you can't see anything but the storm. Yeah. But you yeah. say, okay, God, I'm going to give you this little tiny piece, and I'm going to let you deal with that. Okay, God, and I'm going to give you this next little piece, and I'm going to let you. And before you recognize, and when you realize, he's taking care of all of it. You've taken your eye off of it because you're giving him bit by bit by bit until mm-hmm. it's all gone. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at it as a whole, it's overwhelming. Yeah. And so you mm. can't see him working if you're overwhelmed. Yeah. You have to be able to give him bits and pieces of it so that you can see him working. I tell people all the time, when you start praying and asking God for things, write them down. And as he gives those things to you, then you can see the work happening. Yeah. You can see the work happening. It's not going to, I mean, I pray about everything. I can be riding downtown looking for a parking space and be riding around for a half an hour and can't find a parking space. Yep. And then I say, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. Could you please give me a parking space? Because I know you know I need to go in here and take care of this piece of business. And parking space come just like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Just a little thing. Mm-hmm. So we're not asking for so there may be miracles to other people. Mm-hmm. But would you want to start off with the small things so that you can see him working? Yeah. And that's yeah. why in his in, in when Jesus walked the earth, he he did miracles so yeah. that people could start trusting him. And so until you give it to him, you don't have anything to trust him with. If you're trying to carry it all and don't give it to him and take it back. Mm. Come on and help us. Look, help me tonight, Reverend, because 
Don't mm. give it to them and take it back. Yeah. You wouldn't have it. I know somebody, I did that. That was one of my biggest things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be struggling financially and I'd give it to them. And then two days later, I'd go borrow some money from the bank. Well, that's not what you told me. To do. That's I, God, you want me to do. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to, I, I need to stop and be patient and wait for him to work. Yeah. And he will. He yeah. will every time. He will every time. And Listen. so just start little. Yeah. Little. When you're in a relationship with anybody, you're not going to give them all of the information in the beginning. You're going to give them a little bit by little bit. Yeah. It's just like my relationship with starting a relationship with you. I'm going to trust you more and more. The yeah. more I spend time with you, the yeah. more I read your word, the more I pray, the yeah. more we communicate. Yeah. And when I see you start working on my behalf, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then I'm going to give you more and more. Yeah. And that's how God is. Yeah. He wants you to give it to him all. He wants you to give all of it to him, but he knows that it's a process. Mm-hmm. You have to start with the little things. Yeah. You have to start with the little things. So don't Ooh, expect yeah. the million dollar, mega million dollar. Yeah. Just yeah. take one deal at a time. That's one, it. One deal. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that just so ministered to me because I literally am in the middle of going, I'm about to embark on something that I'm like, God, I really don't want to. Like, I don't want to. And like you said, that little by little. All right, Lord, I'm going to give you this piece today because <laughs> yeah, just <like laughs> I don't, because <laughs> you do, if you focus on that storm, it is overwhelming and you be like, oh God, I'm about to be taken under. And God be like, no, you're not going to take be taken under because I can calm the waves. I can calm exactly. the wind. Exactly. But you got to trust me. Yes, he is so faithful. He is mm, faithful. That just ministered to me. So I thank you. The Lord needed me to hear that tonight. So before I let you go, I got to ask, what do you have next? What are you working on? What's in the Oh, mix? Lord have mercy. I have, um, I have a book that God gave me before I realized that he gave it to me, it is um, no longer struggling in his presence. Mm. So we as Christians um, continue to know God and struggle. And so I want to help people be able to not struggle knowing God, knowing what his power is, knowing that he's all powerful um, and that he is able to do anything that, 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 that you allow him to do because you have to allow him to do it. And so mm. um, I am currently working to finish that. And um, it was so funny. I was sitting in the, um, um, on the deck the other day and the Lord spoke to me and he says, and so now you have to do 365 days worth of peace. Mm. And so I am probably going to be looking for later in the year, um, some folks who will want to give us a story, give me a story about how they found peace and put it in a in a in a journal for a year. I love it. And so, but just the peace of God. Yeah. You, you can send me your story, and it'll be included with your name on. I listen. I I anybody would love it. In, and anybody else that wants to include be included, they can send me their story. Yeah. I just would have to be like, Lord, pick the story, because which story would you exactly. like? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's and so I, many. I can write 365 stories, believe me. Yeah. Over my entire life, I can write 365. Oh stories. yeah. And I want to hear from from people. Men yeah. and women. At first, I thought it was just women. But the Lord said men have stories too. Yeah. Men have stories that they can tell you where I I 
they, my peace took care of them through a terrible situation or through any situation. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be employing um, that people send me those things. I'm getting ready to put that out shortly and so that they can be included in the book. I love it. Yeah. I love it. 365 days of peace. Man, you talk about life changing. Yes. Like that will be so life changing for so many people, especially when you allow God to, to literally be your peace like because yes, yes, yes. like you said it's about allowing him because you I tell people all the time God gives you free will that means you can make the decision like I tell people they're like oh God gave me the gift and he get yeah but you could give it back you could tell him you're not gonna exactly. do exactly nothing with it it's your choice it really is it's and like you have to deal with the consequences Seriously, I tell people that all the time. I'm like, I remember a time in my walk with God where he at, he literally told me to do something. I chose to be disobedient. And then he stood there and allowed me to watch my replacement replace me. And that was the one moment in my life where I was like, you yeah, know, I'm never going to not let that happen. Because it was so painful. Because it was like, so you just, did you, re- you re- so you replaced me? And he's yeah. like, mm-hmm because you didn't want to do it and I learned that lesson then like nope when God calls me to do something okay God I'm gonna do it yes Yes. and so and so when 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 you are obedient you have access to all the things that he promises us and it's not just peace you know it's his love and and his um the joy that he brings and his protection his protection alone Mm. his protection alone is yeah. is, is, is look, now you're gonna want to make me write a book on God's <laughs> <laughs> listen I tell people all the time when God is no one and done I tell people when I wrote my first book I was like okay God I'm done he's like no you're not you got some more in you now I'm at book number eight and I'm like so you don't want to stop giving mm-hmm. it to me and he's like nope <laughs> just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep giving it to you until I'm done so I absolutely love that. So before I let you go, how can people connect with you? Um, they can, they can, they can. Um, I am on Facebook as Sunita Scott Robertson. I am on Instagram as um, Sunita Robertson Official. Um, I, they, can, they can contact me and send me a message through my website. It is uh, perspectivesforpeace.com. Altogether, perspectivesforpeace.com. They can send me a message. Um, and I will respond to their message. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Reverend. I so appreciate you for coming through and thank not you just for having me. Thank listen, you, for- you ministered to me, so <laughs> I know this is gonna minister to the people when it airs. And I'm just, I'm so thankful. I'm, I'm just being, I'm just being obedient. That's it. That's it. And so we got to have you back when when you oh, drop this 365-day devotion. Like, thank you so much. I will, I'll be glad to come back and talk to you and your listeners without any doubt. I will be back. Yes. You heard and it, want, And if they want to send me their story um, about peace, the peace that the peace of God that they have, they can send it, um, contact me through my website and, they, and I can get them included in the book. Yes. Yes, I'm going to make sure I post that information all over my social media so they know, listen, if you want to be a part of this book, send that over there for sure. You're welcome. My Lord, 
Shout out to Reverend Robertson for just coming through the Hey Queen Thrive and sharing all that she shared about God's promise for peace. Listen, normally y'all know I got Thriver Nuggets and I got all these tips and everything, but God it just led me to share in a different direction for Thriver Nuggets. I mean, first, let me just say this woman of God did not even know that she was ministering to me. Um, because when you're in a difficult season or a difficult place or a difficult storm in your life, um, it's hard to figure out or it's hard to hold on to the promise that God gave you, which is his peace, right? Um, as she was speaking, you know, and ministering to, to not just me, but everybody that's going to listen to this episode, um, it really began to touch me because I really started to, to really think about, um, you know, how God just continues to guide me and how he continues to um, really hold me in perfect peace as my mind and my heart stay on him. Um, and that's what his scripture says, right? That he will keep you at perfect peace whose heart and mind stay on him. Um, it's not always easy though. Right. And I, and I could share from my own personal experiences that there were times that I struggled to trust God to keep me at peace because I was still very early on in my relationship with God. I was still battling these, um, father issues and trust issues. And can I really trust my heavenly father? Cause I couldn't trust my natural father, all of that. Right. And so, it took me to really rely on God. It took me to grow in my relationship with God. It took me to trust him with every piece of my life. Um, to now that I, now that I'm at now, because of that, I'm at the place where I can surrender the storm to him and know that he's going to keep me at peace as long as my heart and mind stays on him. And so again, I thank you, Reverend Robertson, because you ministered to me in a way, especially as you shared about how to not let the storm overwhelm you. Um, I think a lot of times storms do overwhelm us because we're looking at this huge storm instead of looking at this huge, uh, instead of looking at our huge God who's right there in the midst of our storm. And so, yeah. <laughs> there's so much that can that can be said about the peace of God, but I'm just going to leave it at there. And for whoever is listening, trust God in your storm, trust God in your process, you know, rely on his peace because he truly does give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. And when it don't make sense, then you know, it's God because he says in his word, my ways are not your ways. Neither are my thoughts, your thoughts, right? And so this concludes another episode of Hey Queen Thrive. Tune in again next week because you know I'll be back with another power-packed episode. I love each and every one of you. Please be safe out there and peace and blessings.